From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Chris. No, that's not him, it's Steve, yo, what up, y'all? We lost five minutes, we have no time to waste, we got four games, divisional round, Baltimore at home, the Niners at home, the Detroit Lions got past the first round, holy shit, and then the Buffalo Bills is probably the game I am keyed on to see what the Chiefs do on the road. Let's get, without further ado, let's bring the guys and gals on because we already lost a few minutes to start of this episode, and also... You can all check out the archives of the hockey episode on Tuesday, the basketball uh, episode on Wednesday. Today, on Thursday, is football on the Blue Blue Show. So, uh, Kristen, say hello to the people. We'll lead off with you, but just say a quick hello. We'll get everybody on. How you doing, Kristen? How's everything? Hi, Steve. Good to hear your voice. Hi, everybody. Hey, how you doing? I, I almost, like... Um, came to see. I got to go get my glasses. I can't see shit. Hold on. Sorry about that. I said, should I have little? I, I just did but... the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> you go, lit. That's lit, right? Yeah, it is. What up, lit? How you doing, man? Hey, Steve. Uh, hey, how, how you doing? Hey, Kristen. Steve, I love football, and it only gets better. It only gets better? Okay, okay, cool. Let's, let's have some fun, and I think that's LB, Lady Blue. LB, what's up? How you doing? What's up, what's up, what's up, my Bleed Blue family? Chris, Steve, nice to hear from you. How has everything been? Hope everything's been well, and I'm just looking forward to some football this weekend. All right, cool. Let's do it. Jason, if you don't mind, if you don't mind, if you you like to lead the charge, uh, you and Chris normally run these things this football season. Um, Let's go through these four games, however you want to do it. The first game, uh, Baltimore and – Houston on Saturday at 4.30, and then the Niners. These are the two teams who haven't played yet because they were number one seed. But how would you like to do this? Steve, if you don't mind, and I appreciate you allowing me, um, I'd really like to start with Houston, man. Um, I, I'd really like to, uh, as quick as we can, obviously time permitting, is start with Houston, uh, Baltimore. Uh, a, lot, a lot of people were in shock, not, not I, uh, but uh, I'm really excited for Houston. And um, – I'd like to start with that game, if that's all right with you, Houston versus Baltimore. Hey, whatever you guys want to do when it comes to these games this weekend. So, sure, let's – okay, we could do this. Um, okay, so, uh, Kristen, we'll go to you. I'll, I'll, I'll lay it out for like a minute. Baltimore, the number one seed in the AFC. They had a successful season. They actually had a beatdown on the Niners on Monday Night Football at the end of the season. Uh, but let's look at the Houston Texans, Kristen, where – that, man, the way that panned out last Saturday, the two pick sixes by Joe Flacco, that crushed the Browns. That crushed them. I mean, I yep. thought the Browns would have gotten over one pick six, but two in back-to-back possessions, it was over at that point. And we talked about it last week. C.J. Stroud and the connection with him to Nico Collins was on display all game long. And he's an accurate as hell passer. So how do you look at this, Kristen? Uh, Houston uh, beating the Browns, going into Baltimore uh, versus the top-seeded uh, Ravens. If I'm not mistaken, I'm, I believe earlier in Lamar Jackson's career, they were – I don't know if they were a number one seed, but they were a high seed, and they lost that home game to the Chargers. I don't know if you guys remember that right. playoff game years ago. What are mm-hmm. your thoughts, Kristen? And we'll go down the line. We'll go to Lit. We'll go to Lady Blue. We got D. Bakes. 
let's let's talk this Houston Baltimore game. Then the next game we'll get to the Green Bay San Fran. Oh man, I know you guys are gonna be loving what Green Bay did last week to Dallas. But go ahead. We'll let's start with Baltimore first. Baltimore Houston. Well, you know, Flacco, we didn't expect him to play that way. I know I didn't. And he just looked horrible. He looked scared. He was running for his life. He, I, I, that was probably the, the worst pick I had this week was uh, the Browns and the Texans. But C.J. Stroud, he just was fantastic, incredible poise. Um, the kid was, like you said, like laser, laser quickness accuracy it's going to be a good game it really is uh, i'm i'm that is a tough game to choose so i'm gonna to have to wait till the end to choose okay okay let's go to um jason let's go to lit what's your thoughts on the texans at the ravens um 4 30 game on saturday eastern standard time well you know steve as far as the scouting however the offensive coordinator uh, called the game for cj stroud you know, you kind of thought it would be kind of a little bit held back, watered down. Uh, you know, that game that he called was amazing. The way he included all of his weapons at his disposal, Devin Singletary, Nico, even through what wowed me was Dalton Schultz. I think we're going to see a lot more of an open playbook. Uh, we're going to see probably uh, some, some screens using Devin Singletary, obviously to see how Baltimore handles the screens, because the screens are really hard. For a lot of teams, I'm not sure that Baltimore is the great with, with the screen. The only thing that I really have a concern with, but obviously that really wasn't an issue, was the Houston Texans' offensive line. Throughout the year, they were ranked 19th in the league, and the only all-pro they had or someone of, of, of eliteness was Laramie Tunsil. But if, you know, um, if C.J. Stroud plays the way as he did last week, that just took my breath away. Um, I'm going to put my money on C.J. Stroud and the Texans to upset. You mentioned Larry Mutunso because the funny thing is, I think over the weekend lit, I had a conversation on Twitter with the Jet, the G6, and I remember those. <laughs> I remember those conversations <laughs> we had. Back in the draft, when the, if the, if Reese Jerry Reese should have drafted Larry Mutunsel, if you remember the storyline at that time, Larry Mutunsel was the most talented lineman in that draft, but yep. he had bong issues. He was gas masking weed, you know, you know, PHC and smoking, so he was getting high all the time. And so I say right. all this to say is. I told Jed on, on Twitter, I said, hey, man, the Giants were not touching that situation at the time because it was unpredictable. A team like the Dolphins could go on the fly and, and grab them like they did. But the point is with Larry Mutunso, if you saw the game on uh, Saturday, last Saturday, he is he athletically just getting out on blocks, especially he, he's great at – because of his athleticism, he's great at uh, – uh, Faking as if you're going to do one thing, like on the line, like crouch blocking in the inside. And he will actually get out maybe about a good four or five yards and take out a, a nickel linebacker or a, a some sort of safety. And that set up the, a lot of those screens with uh, Singletary. I mean, I was just looking at his athleticism. Yep. It was fucking amazing last week. Absolutely, man. Steve. I mean, but, but it, that whole thing, that, we was, that was kind of like the laughing stock with the whole gas mask thing. But obviously it yeah. turned out pretty well for Houston <laughs> at the end of, end of the day, sir. But, 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 right, Reese wasn't touching that, right? I mean, because of the situation. Like, no, no, that's not. 
No, absolutely not. No, that, it was too much uh, of a risk. Mara, absolutely not. Yeah, it was too much of a risk. Let's go to LB, get her thoughts on uh, uh, the game, too, and as well as Bakes. Uh, Lady Blue, what up? Uh, Texans at the Ravens. Who do you got? Uh, well, that was the only game that I lost last weekend. I went five for six. The, I picked Cleveland nice. to win, but and that was the only game I lost in my in my football pool. So I was pretty <clears throat> mad about that that I went five for six. But yes, it, Houston shocked me. Um, CJ looked laser focused. He was, I mean, on point. He looked like an all-star quarterback that game. That also with Joe Flacco looking like shit, too. I mean, but I've, and we've always said this, any given Sunday, anything is possible. Um, I still think the Ravens are going to beat them um, because they just, no matter how much I don't like that team for what they did to us in the Super Bowl, they looked fantastic this year. And so I, I just, I mean, congratulations to Houston. I'm glad that they've gone this far, but I don't think they're going to get past uh, Baltimore this week. Okay. All right. Let's go to Bakes and get his thoughts. Bakes, what's going on? Um, Houston and the uh, Baltimore Ravens, man. Who do you got? Yeah, man. Shout out to Houston. They surprised me uh, for a young team. I definitely saw uh, definitely saw Cleveland um pulling that one out. I didn't expect that uh, Flacco was going to lay an egg, but I didn't do too good. Uh, I didn't do too good last week, and that's why I don't gamble. Um, <laughs> for this matchup, um, you know, the one seed, it's tough because Ravens don't really do good in the playoffs. They haven't really proved anything. It's so hard to go against the one seed in this matchup. I mean, Houston is hot, though. Real I think I'm going to I'm, 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 I'm have to ride uh, with Houston on this one. Um, they just, they hot. They find ways to win. They, they playing together. Um, yeah, that Larry Tunsil, I remember that, man. I was like, <laughs> no one is going to touch that dude. He fell, he, he, he fell hard. Didn't he go, did he get drafted by the Dolphins? He went to the Dolphins? Yeah, first? Miami. And he never really yeah. heard of him like for a few years until like now, uh, you know, um, but you know, you know how the Giants are. The Giants are never going to pick anyone with any um, questionable off-the-field issues. That's kind of why we didn't pick Parsons and, you know, a list of other players that we passed up on. But um, I'm going to ride with the Young Bucks this time. I might, I'm probably wrong again, but who knows. That's why I don't gamble these picks. But um, I like the way they, they – I mean, they really showed me something in that game. They came out dominant and uh, – they did their thing on both sides of the football. So, Mariah was Stroud and uh, uh, young boys there. Hey, uh, Steve, right. it's okay ooh, if I ask Dwayne a quick question about the game itself, about Houston Cleveland? Is it okay? Uh, yeah, yeah, sure. Hey, Dwayne, what was um, the most wowing, or what, what pretty much, like, wowed you about C.J. Stroud throughout the entire uh, game? Mine was the third and long seam route to Dalton Schultz. Did you remember that play? And was that the play that, like, oh, my God, this kid is for real? Or was there another play that wowed you, like, this guy's got it?
Hello? My bad. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah. You're there. I hear you. Yeah, yeah. So the two things that impressed me is not only CJ, but the, the, the offensive coordinator and the plays that he called rolling out of the pocket and those rolling plays where they get the guys coming across the field and he's dropping it in there. Um, the throws are impressive, but the play calling is impressive at the right time to call for those big plays. Now, I mean, Baltimore is going to see those plays and be looking for them, but the, the offensive play calling to me was impressive, especially coming from being a Giant fan and not seeing plays like that develop. And We don't have time to develop those plays yeah. with our line and <laughs> the quarterback to make the play, you know. But um, it's impressive that he stands in there and he throws a pretty ball and he, he's poised. For a rookie, he's poised. And you, you don't really see that a lot of times. He's not rattled. He's comfortable. He's running the plays. He has he looks like he has a good understanding of the, uh, of the play calling. And that that's, those are the things, besides the athletic ability, those are the characteristics that I find impressive. That he can spin it and he, you know, he looks comfortable. He doesn't look rattled. Now, might see another tougher opponent to see if they, you know, throw some different things at him. But it was really – the offensive display was really impressive. Yeah, that, that OC is not going to be an OC for long if you keep calling plays like that. All right, cool. All right, let me say uh, real quick, um, you know what, man? Why not? Houston. <laughs> um, I don't have any particular reason. I looked at how their defense played. I said, Will Anderson will have a big game, and he did not have a big game. He actually was kind of, you know, a couple pressures here and there, but – the guy, uh, Christian Harris, had a monster game. He had one of those pick sixes, and he was tackling all over the place, pass deflections. Uh, Steven Nelson, the former Beaver, uh, he actually had a good game. Um, but the last time we saw the Baltimore Ravens, I mean, call it for what it's worth. I mean, they put a pounding, and I mean a pounding, on the Miami Dolphins the game before last. Uh, that's when Lamar went for off of five touchdowns. But what worries me, because I think they've been in this position before. I don't know if mentally they're ready to get past it. Uh, and they were a top seed earlier on in Lamar Jackson's career, and they lost to the Chargers. And I think C.J. Stroud is a better quarterback uh, at this point than whoever. I don't think it was Herbert, but I think it was – I forgot exactly who the quarterback for the Chargers when they went to Baltimore and won. But the point is um, – if the Texans could ride this high behind D'Amico Ryans and that that opportunistic defense, why not the the why not the um, Baltimore Ravens? I could see a game like this where Lamar Jackson probably may cough up the ball and maybe a fumble, but uh, defensively those, those guys are going to have to step up with Stone and and Mallet and Darby and and Williams for the the Ravens defense. You know what? I'm gonna go with Texans. I'm not confident in that pick, but I don't. I can see it both ways. I'm kind of going 55-45, 55, 55% chance Texans win. Let's move on to the NFC, the night game on Saturday. Kristen, let's go to the Packers at the Niners. The Niners, the number one seed. The Packers destroying. Oh man, I know you love. Mm. You guys had to love that game, the Cowboys. I, I, can, I can imagine. Uh, it was a totally team effort by the Packers. It, the game, the final score wasn't really as close as how bad they were beating up the Cowboys. Now they go to, mm-hmm. I guess, 
uh, San Fran. I don't know if everybody's healthy. So how do you look at this? This is a, you know, a, a game they kind of always play every. It seems like every three four years, like Aaron Rodgers would go to play against the Niners, uh, mm-hmm. or, or or it was Colin Kaepernick going to Lambeau. Who wins this game? Niners or Packers? Uh, the night game on Saturday. I'm gonna have to go with the Packers. I just think Jordan Love is is ready. He's he's the new generational quarterback for them, and he's doing fantastic. He was just so calm, and and just so confident. And the guys just love him. They really respond to him. So I'm going with the Packers. That's another tough one, but I have to go with the Pats. Okay. All right. Cool. Uh, let's go to Jason. Let's go to Lit. What are your thoughts? Uh, the Packers at the Niners. Well, you know, uh, Mike Shanahan's had about, or excuse me, Kyle Shanahan's had about, what, two weeks. Obviously, he got to, you know, he was scouting Green Bay. Right, you know, we all knew that Green Bay was going to win. But, you know, this has given Shanahan an ample amount of time to utilize Brock Purdy with his strengths to those offensive weapons. Uh, we're going to see a lot of crossing routes. Uh, for San Francisco, we're obviously going to see CMC, depending on what side of the you know, ball he wants to pit off of right side, left side, or go straight up the middle. This is going to be a real test defensively, obviously, for Green Bay, because if, if they just get jack-stopped by, you know, the meticulousness of Brock Purdy picking away his points of obviously where he wants to go, whether you have Rashard Gary, Smith, or Jarrell Denner in the backfield, they will not be able to obviously, uh, you know, control what Purdy in the tempo is going to do. A lot of short, intermediate passes, but Brock Purdy will pick Green Bay apart with just the way he is and his process. Fortunately, the free ride or the ride for Mr. Love will be over in San Francisco this weekend. All right, cool. Shout out to Lit. Oh, thank you very much. Let's go to Lady Blue and then, and then D. Bakes. Uh, LB, uh, Packers at Niners, who gets it? Well, first, I was loving life with, when they beat the cowgirls. I mean, I, I was laughing my ass off when they put in the fucking backups just to laugh at them saying, you know, screw you, we got you beat, and we're going to throw in our backups just to screw with them. That was just phenomenal. And when they kept showing Jerry Jones' face, it was he, he had that look like, get that camera off of me. That was just like the best. I mean, it, it was just, it was awesome. But, I, like, I agree with Lit. I think they're... Cinderella's season comes to an end at San Fran. Um, I really, I don't see them beaten. I mean, it may be, it, I have the feeling it's going to be a good game, but I don't see them getting past San Fran and Brock Purdy. Um, I wish I, I looked up the stats because I, I, I want to know the stats of number one, you know, whoever has the first round buys. I, I would like to know the stats of how they did after that buy but I didn't have a chance to look at that. But I'm pretty sure that San Fran's going to win this game. Okay. All right. Let's go to, uh, let's go to D-Bakes or the Packers at the Niners. Yeah. Um, shout out to the Pack for um, dropping the Cowboys. That didn't pick that one. I, wasn't sh- I didn't think they could do it, but that was impressive. I think the Cowboys completely laid an egg. I was ecstatic about it because we never want the Cowboys to go any further in the playoffs or the Eagles. Um, so I'm good with that. 
But I think it comes to an end. I just think um, if San Francisco plays their game, they're just too tough, too strong at home. Um, we see MC running the ball and uh, Purdy out there throwing it to his bevy of talented all-pro um, receivers. And, you know, unless Purdy lays an egg in the playoffs, which we haven't seen him done yet, um, they should win handily. Do you think he'll lay an egg against the, the Packers like he did against uh, the uh, Ravens on that Monday night game? The Ravens? Yeah, well, I, think that's a, I think that's a more formidable matchup. Um, uh, yeah, so I don't, I don't, I don't think so. I mean, he he's been rattled. He's 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 lost some some games. You know, the Cleveland game. Um, I see. He, for some reason, he has really tough times against AFC teams. So I think until he has an AFC matchup, I think uh, I think he's going to be okay. Okay, cool. Not, he's going to be a CMC heavy heavy in the beginning anyway. Yeah, yeah, I, I like I'm not guys. sure how much that line. I'm not sure on that line. Uh, excuse me, the uh, Packers line if they actually can contain a guy like Christian McCaffrey with the line of the 49ers. Yeah, like you guys, um, I was I was surprised on how Green Bay was up big that game against Dallas. I thought the Dallas letdown game would have probably been the next week. Glad it came early. So, Green Bay, congratulations to them. And, and also, I thought Green Bay played their best football in November, and they kind of they kind of tailed off against that. But they showed a lot. Um, I think it will be actually a close game, man, but I'm still picking the Niners. Um, if the, if, if when, when healthy, fully healthy, the Niners, if they play their game, they have the best talent. They have the best – the talent on that squad on both sides of the football is the most balanced currently, I believe, in the entire NFL. And if, as long as those guys stay healthy, like like Bake said about Christian McCaffrey or mix it up with Eli Mitchell and then Ayuk on the outside and Samuel, the yards after the catch, and then, I mean, George Kill as your third or fourth option behind even Jawan Jennings and, you know, Trent Williams on the line. I mean, they, they got balance and talent on both sides of the ball. Greenlaw, who is an excellent uh, defender and also um, – Armstead, Warner. Nick Bosa, Warner. I mean, every level. <laughs> they got him on Chase every Young. level. Wow. And they got him from the, the commanders in the trade. Yep. So, and he's just a decoy. I mean, not a decoy. Yeah, yeah, he's the decoy. So, if they play their game, I, I even with, like, I could say even two turnovers, the Niners, they could afford to win. I, I think they're, they're ready to go on a, a Super Bowl run. I have them coming out of the NFC, period. So that's I'm picking the Niners, uh, the Green Bay. Uh, yeah, I think they could play a good game. Um, they showed with Dobbs and 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 the other wide receiver, uh, the the small guy. He I, he he might have a, a better game. Uh, Dotson was all right for the for the Green Bay Packers. The interior uh, with uh, the other lineman. I I I think San Fran has too much firepower, and they the the season opportunity. I think they had that. What was the, who, they, who they played the last week? Uh, it was uh, Washington. Was the last game of the year? They was kind of. Oh no, no, the Rams. I'm sorry, it was the Rams. They were resting players. They're getting everybody back for this uh, Super Bowl run. They're about to go on. So I'm going with the Niners. All right, who's who's on the uh, the uh, the NFC? Oh, t- oh man, this is probably the game. I probably take a nap. The <laughs> the Buccaneers and the Lions on Sunday afternoon. Oh come on, no, <laughs> no, no. I, I gotta find a way to get it no. happen, man. I gotta no, get it happen. No, come on, Steve. No, 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 no. Steve, no, no come on, you're a sports guy. You are. I, 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 
the game after that, I can't take no naps. I, it's, 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 so I got to find a nap somewhere Sunday. It's got to be like that. Maybe you before that, but listen, Kristen, your Tampa Bay Buccaneers, they, they knocked out the Eagles. Now, listen, I thought A.J. Brown was going to play. See, had it, I should have went on the Instagram and updated my pick had I known he was going to play. That was, I thought he would have been some sort of a threat. But Tim No, Bay, we knew uh, he was going to be out. Handling I the Eagles, and, and and now they're on to um, Detroit to play the Lions, who actually had a great, very good half versus the Rams uh, and held on to win that game. So who do you got? Uh, Tampa Bay at Detroit uh, Sunday afternoon. Well, you know I love Detroit. So uh, Aiden Hutchinson was a monster last week, just like I said he would. Um, Goff was unbelievable. They have Laporta and Amon Ra. I just think they're going to do their thing. I'm going against the grain this week. (laughs) My only bad pick was the Browns last week, but I'm definitely going against the grain. And I'm going to have to say the Lions this week. The Lions are going to get in the Bucks, Definitely. Okay, cool. Let's go to to Jason. Uh, Your thoughts on Tampa Bay, Detroit? Who do you got? Uh, you know, see that. You know, now that I think about it, that actually might be a good time to take a quick, you know, fifteen twenty minute power nap. But you know, as far as like the actual the, the game matchup, you know, what really surprised me the most was how quick Baker was getting that ball out of his hand. Um, I think one of whoever was calling that game said it was two seconds or less. That was very impressive. Um, they were playing on an emotional high, obviously. For Baker, I feel because Baker had a lot to prove, but that's all I'm kind of. That's kind of all the accolades I really want to say as far as for Tampa Bay. But as far as what I'd like to see with Detroit, I would like to see the offensive quarter coordinator get Amon Ross St. Brown involved more. I think he only had two or four catches, no touchdowns. Obviously, the first quarter was a shot, you know, was a shootout, but I, I don't think that he was incorporated as much as I would have liked to have seen, as opposed mm-hmm. to where they were, you know, putting the ball he went exclusively over to. But he didn't get a touchdown though. Nah, but he, I mean, he, he was a leading receiver. He was over 100 yards. He had a good. Uh, but I only think he's. Yeah, I know, but I, 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 I think that. Uh, okay, I, I just think that they should have, you know, went went through him more, but you know, not getting up okay. on a touchdown really kind of for personal reasons. But as far as that defense, uh, you know, obviously Dan, you know, uh, Campbell uh, has got those guys um, playing in a different level. Um, you know, obviously they keep on winning; they're going to play. But for the most part, I, I'll probably take a nap on that game for about fifteen to twenty minutes. <laughs> Like maybe at halftime, that's a good, good time to get a fifteen twenty power nap, a strong power nap, twenty minutes halftime. Yeah, man. So I right, cool. with that. Let's go to Lady Blue. Get her thoughts on um, that game, Tampa Bay at Detroit. Well, like I said, I was also very happy that Tampa did their business against the Eagles. I mean, it's always a good thing when the rest of the NFC gets knocked out, one and done. It was a beautiful thing. Mike, everyone who met my cousin Jessica knows that she's a diehard Bucks fan, so I kept telling her this is the only time I'm rooting for them is against the Eagles because 
the Detroit already beat them 20 to 6 in October. So I think we're going to see the same thing. I don't see them getting past Detroit in, in Detroit. I mean, Detroit's waited a very, very long time for this. And I think finally ready. I mean, they, they have, they've got, they're firing on all cylinders. I mean, and they're a really good team this year. This is the best they've done in what they say over 30 years. So I'm going to take in Detroit this week. All right, cool. Let's go to Dwayne. D-Bakes, who you got, man? Bucks and Lions. Shout out to the Bucks for ending the Turd Birds season. This is the one that I called that you and I were going back and forth at. And I told you, I was like, I just think that the Eagles, it was nothing special for me, for the Bucks. I just, just think the Eagles were in total disarray. You could tell they weren't together. You could tell they had dissension on the sidelines. Um Hurts looked like he's hurt, like he's something's wrong. He's not 100% healthy, but no one really is. And they just didn't play. AJ didn't play. Um, and uh, they just looked in total disarray. And I'm glad they went down. But uh, the buck stops here. So um, Detroit's just too strong. Um, they've been playing great all season, and they've been playing well going into the playoffs. I think uh, they have the ground game and the air game. If Goff plays a clean game, that's always my caveat. If he doesn't throw the ball away um, and the defense is solid, they should win handily. All right, cool. Um, I'm going to go with the Lions. Um, I do think they need to make some plays on defense. Um, or just, you know what? They, all they got to do is really get Baker Mayfield off the field on third down. They may not even need to force fumbles or even – interceptions this week even though any team that plays against the other they would that would be of course the game plan but I think Detroit has better yeah they do have better talent they have better talent an inspired coach and honestly like somebody said it I I think it was Lady Blue 30 years or whatever it was if they don't do this it might be another 30 years for them you know that football squad that franchise is like our whole lifetime they suck this is a knocking on. I don't think they had been to the NFC Championship back in like '91 when they played the Redskins or whatever. I think they're knocking on the door to go to the San Fran, man. And this is a great opportunity. Um, a lesser opponent, a lesser opponent who beat up a, a fragile opponent in the Eagles on that Monday Night Football game. Um, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the defense, if they just kind of did with against the Rams and really kept um, Stafford in the offense. With Williams out of the uh, uh, the end zone, especially in the second half, this should be a piece of cake. Unless somebody gets hurt, like you know, if golf gets hurt, you know, those things, you know, you don't want to hurt, you know, see that happen. But you know, like like uh, Lit said with St. Brown, he actually had a good game. And then um, Gibbs out of the backfield, he's the second running back behind Montgomery. Um, he's a nice he's a nice second running back they got, man. And um, I think. Um, the energy that they've been playing off the crowd, their fans can really feel it. I remember that Monday night game, and I was laughing. I think I kidded with you guys, right? Um, I think on that uh, that first post game we had, and I, I didn't even know Lions fans were traveling like that. Like when they went to Kansas City opening night versus the Chiefs, I was like, damn, there's a lot of Lion fans. Like they they're really behind this shit. <laughs> I mean, they really went through the fucking mud. They, they could probably taste it. So I'm going to go with the Lions. I they gotta have a flat bad game and I don't think the Buccaneers could just really put it on a team like that 
it, like, like a team against the Lions. Um, I'm not even a big Todd Bowles fan as a head coach. I think he's a hell of a defensive coordinator. I think Dan Campbell's clearly the better head coach. So I'm going to go with the Lions uh, over the uh, Tampa Bay Buccaneers. And then the reason why I told it I need a power nap is because of the game we're going to talk about now. This is an interesting one. They, they played many a times over the last couple of years. They ripped the heart out of the Buffalo Bills a couple of years ago in the AFC Championship. But this time, the Chiefs go to Buffalo on Sunday night. Cold as fuck, Buffalo. <laughs> so, <laughs> Bring it up, Yeah, weather's not going to be a factor. You've got two teams that play in cold weather climate right, right. at Tundra. So it's fine as far as the weather. I'm just saying, like, I just look at the, when I watch the games, and I mean, I mean, their faces are red, dude. Like, not, I just can't get sick going out there. Fuck that. So, Kristen, mm-hmm. Chiefs at Bills. Who do you got? And then we're gonna go right down the line. This is this is the game, man. Like, this is the game of this weekend. Definitely. Um, you know, the offensive line hasn't been that great this year uh, for the Chiefs, and I know Mahomes hasn't been his greatest either. In 2023, he had some bumps in the road, uh, a couple of teams they lost against, which they shouldn't have. So I'm really leaning towards the Bills this time. I think I'm going to go to the Bills. Um, They're going to be at home. The crowd is going to (laughs) be bananas, just as bad as the Chiefs are. Um, No, weather's not going to be a factor either way because both of these guys are built for the cold. But, of course, night night, uh, cold is way different. (laughs) <laughs> when that sun goes down, it's really different. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm just going to have to go with the Bills this time. I think this is a, a revenge game. Uh, I think Mahomes' time is done. As much as I love the kid, I really like the Bills to take this one. You know what, Kristen? I'll, let me go back to the game, like watching it from a fan perspective. In, uh, when they were playing um, against the Miami Dolphins, the Chiefs, that game wasn't even sold out. I looked at the stands. Like, if you look at the upper deck, it was that cold. You, I mean, those fans go to those games religiously, like, for decades, right? You know it has yeah. to be cold when fans said, I ain't going. Like, you could see the empty <laughs> shit. was cold. Yo, 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 I mean, I don't blame the them. The upper deck was empty. Like, it was empty. Yeah, it was, like, it was empty. have an upper deck. Like, you don't never see they that. They said, the hell with that. that. They go. They always go to games. Uh, that, I thought that yeah. was like that's how cold that shit would be. Yeah, but yeah, it's definitely it was brutal. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Yeah, right, especially cool. like I said, up. night games are definitely different, and it's a lot colder at night. But I, I just yeah. hope I I just think the energy in the Bills, uh, the crowd, and the mafia is just going to warm everybody up. So go Bills. We never seen uh, Mahomes on the road. I think he's always played every game in the AFC playoffs at home until now. Right? Been been very pretty much. much. Pretty he's much. Yep. Yeah, he's been he's real fun on the road. Absolutely. Okay. So let's let's wow. do that one good You time. got to see this shit. This is why we got to take naps with it, right? <laughs> you got to see this. See <laughs> this. That, that's true, my friend. That's true. What do you got, You know, uh, Steve, obviously we know the Chiefs are going into Buffalo. And on the show last week, I said that, you know, as far as Kansas City's offense, they drop balls. Their, their receivers are causing their own turnovers. Their offense obviously has changed with the departure of Tyreek Evans. Um, I, I will say this again. Uh, Patrick Mahomes is going to have basically two security blankets, safety blankets. That's going to be Kelsey 
it's going to be pretty much hand the ball off up the middle. Obviously, we know Pacheco can run. He, he is an amazing runner. Wherever they found that guy, whoever the guy that found that guy, kudos to that guy, or it's going to go to Kelsey. Rutgers. As far as his wide receivers, um, I believe he's got a, one wide receiver that scored the first touchdown. He came out, I think he was a rookie. Uh, Justin, his name Justin Steve, help me out. That one wide receiver, that kind of unknown guy that made the first touchdown. But as far as Scantlin, the other guys, Nicole um, Hardman, like I said, their Achilles heel is wide receiver drops and self-inflicted turnovers. Um, obviously, they're playing on the road again. Josh Allen is going to give it to Patrick Mahomes like he's never been given it to before. Uh, it, it's just, unfortunately, the time that the Chiefs had of, of being uh, running, running this is, is going to come to an end in Buffalo. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, LB, you heard that? Listen, it's a I, I, totally, I totally agree. I mean, the Chiefs have the number one spot in drop passes. They've got 44 drop passes for the entire season, which is the most in the NFL. And I've never, I mean, they have been, they have been in their own worst enemy, kind of like we have. You know, they're getting in their own way. Uh, the Bills actually squeaked by them back in December. Uh, what was it, December 10th, when they beat them 20 to 17? So they've already beaten Kansas City in Kansas City, and it, like we all said, this is Patrick Mahomes' first time ever not having home field advantage in the playoffs, and he's got to travel in Buffalo. And they might be cold weather team or that thing, but it's a whole different planet playing in Buffalo in the winter. It's fucking cold. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> it is. I mean, it, it was. Yeah. I mean, they were announcing that they were trying to. I mean, they were selling tickets for as low as twenty five dollars for the playoff game to make sure that they had everyone in the seat because of the of the uh, weather. But yeah, I think Kansas City has been their own worst nightmare, and I totally picked the Bills this week for them to to go forward. All right, cool. Let's go to D. Bakes. Your thoughts? So you're all on the bills. <laughs> Not so fast, my friend. <laughs> Put some respect on my boy Mahomes, man. That's still the that's still the Super Bowl champ, man. Reigning Super Bowl champ. I think they still got a little. He got still got a little magic left up his sleeve. Cold weather game, I think, is null and void. It's they played in damn near uh, sub-zero-degree sub weather uh, last week against the Dolphins. And then they played a clean game, not a lot of drops. Um, Pacheco is a beast. They're going to bring that running game. The defense has been solid the majority of the year. And I think Mahomes, Mahomes has the only thing left to prove is winning a home game in the playoffs because, of course, he's had home cooking, slept in his bed his entire uh, career for during the playoffs. So this will be his first test. I don't think it's anything different um, other than just the crowd and the locale. Um, I think Mahomes um, has something to prove, and he's going to go out there, and I still do not trust Buffalo's QB. I just, I just don't I – just, I just think that sometimes in big moments, it's just going to be a big moment, he's going to put the ball on the floor or put, you know, put the ball in, in the defense. You know, I call him Daniel Jones Sr., so – I expect him to show up next week and do what he do. So, all <laughs> he went, 
We went 43 minutes without mentioning Daniel Jones. Yep. This is going to be a real damn good game. You know what? Before I make my pick, let me do it like this, my pick. I'm going to pick the Bills, but I want you guys to help me real quick. Because we've seen these roadblocks with teams in the NFL before. I'll give you an example. Like, you've seen, like, back in the 90s, Cowboys, Niners, right? Meaning, you know, the team that had to beat the team, they, they kind of had a little bit of a back and forth. One sticks to mind in the AFC, best, especially with the Tuck game, uh, the, the, the Patriots and, and the Raiders. Like, the Raiders had to get past the Patriots eventually to get to that next step to win their Super Bowl. You guys could give me other examples we've seen where the Buffalo's in that. It's like, it's almost like. The Bulls getting past the Pistons in the NBA after several years. They couldn't get past the Pistons, and they finally did it. So the Bills are in that situation where they run into Kansas City. They fight, like, like LB said, they beat them in the regular season. Do we have any other football examples in the past where that team was just in their way and they keep on knocking them out like Kansas City has done to Buffalo the last couple of years? You guys have any examples? What about in the 80s when the Redskins couldn't beat us? Oh, well, well, but they got a couple of Super Bowls out of it, though. They won, right? They beat the but, Raiders but, in 82. Well, but in the late, know, the late 80s, they, we had their number. They could not beat the Giants at all. I mean, and then they well, finally got past them. I, I would say so that you remember the old. Go ahead. I was going to say, if you remember the old uh, our AFC West, uh, Seattle, Seattle was getting destroyed by everybody. And then all of a sudden, Seattle became the darling out of the uh, out of the West Coast, whether it be the mm-hmm. AFC or the NFC. Okay, okay, but okay, cool, cool. Let me go back to your point, LB. You're you're right as far as when they had to run into the Giants. You're absolutely correct. But the only thing, the, the only counter to that is they did win the Super Bowl prior. I mean, in the Bills case, they had. True. They, 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 that's the only, it's all about the, the Lombardi. I can't think of any other examples of teams in a way. Uh, if you guys have any, I'm going with the Bills. They, they're a dude, man. Like, even though that regular season game, that was a big step to, it kept the season alive. Um, I don't know how, if, if they just, I guess, continue to run the ball like they ran it through Cook. That's, you know, like Carl mentioned it last week as far as they went, you know, switched up the old coordinators and they decided to run the rock a little bit more and they kind of did that against the Steelers. And, and congratulations to Mike Tomlin. Whatever's going to happen to him, you know, that taking that roster uh, to to that point, I still think he's a remarkable coach. But the Bills have a lot of playmakers and they, and they can't forget and haven't forgotten what happened two years ago in probably the craziest AFC Championship game ever the way they lost that game. You know, that was the year, you know, I think Hill, you know, Hill was on the team at the time, Tyreek Hill. But um, the, the Bills are due, man. They, they are due to beat this team, man. They are due. Man, Kansas City, just, they've had a good run. I don't run. think it's going to happen. Okay, okay. Hey, listen, man, I'm going to sit back and watch. I'm going to be rested for my nap to see this. Yeah. <laughs> um, I – Listen, if, if Kansas City, if base, I put it like this: if, if Kansas City did win, you're going to see a lot of Rasheed Rice and Pacheco. Uh, they're going to have to be dogs and really get fight for those extra yards against those gang tacklers in, in the Buffalo Bills defense. So, um, yeah, yeah they, I mean, this is going to this, this is a heavyweight yeah. match. I love it. I love it. I see KC winning if they don't get out if they get out of their own way. Then 
I can see them winning. If they can go without dropping passes or without, you know, anything mm-hmm. like that, they have a big, I mean, yeah, they can, they, I have a feeling they can do it. But even if the Bills do win this game, I don't see them going any further because we all know what Bills stands for. You know, boy, I love losing the Super Bowl. So, I mean, come on. <laughs> They 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 it fell in their lap, man. Uh, to be in this position to win the AFC East, beat Miami, and get the two seed, like you jumped a yep. lot of teams to get that home game, <laughs> that second home game. So um, they, I think they need it, man. They need it, man. Like sometimes you know how, I, the reason why I brought up those those former matchups is teams sometimes teams they have to get past this team, man. Eventually, man. Like that's how I feel about the Bills and the Chiefs. going to be the game of the weekend it has to be right it has to be yeah um let's let's for the next i don't know let's like eight minutes man feel free like just pick up and go whoever wants to say something about these games or um you know the coaches changes or whatever around the nfl feel free man i mean i am um, we, we got through all the games and uh is there a particular game you guys is it i guess we're all in with the kansas city bills game is probably the number one game we're going to watch which happens to be the last game yes definitely who's that oh yeah who that did i say what's up to my family out there hey chris I want to say one thing, and I'm going to let y'all have it. I want to say one thing, and I'm going to let y'all have it. Steve, you know what? I can think of one team that that got over the hump that changed their whole destiny from there. And it was the friggin' 2004 Boston Red Sox. Well, that's baseball. I'm talking about NFL. (laughs) I don't know. Do we have to bring that up? You brought up, you brought up George. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Chris. I don't correct. like You're right. Baseball. You're absolutely correct. <laughs> but let me, okay. let me just say this. Let me just say this. Hey, he should have been the same Look. Yeah, we know this. Next. I don't. I don't. Look here. Look here. Mahomes, he has been seriously uneven this year, right? Although they did take care of business against our Dolphins. That's fascinating. Okay. They've had offensive struggles, just like Lady Blue was talking about. That freaking win streak started against the, the Chiefs when they unleashed James Cook. I will say yeah. uh, the Buffalo's secondary and linebacker group, they're, they're riddled with injuries. And if anybody can exploit that situation, it's Mahomes. So having said that, ain't no way the Chiefs are going to win this game. There's something Ooh. crazy that goes on in Buffalo. And if you know anything about upstate New York and the magic up there, when they win that fucking game over Mahomes after what they did last week, watch what happens then. I'd be sorry. I'd feel sorry for the Ravens or, who, or maybe the Texans, whoever's going to win that game. Well, well, you know, it's game. over. Who's going to win that game? Another game. Other I, I'm, hoping, I'm hoping the Texans will pull a, pull a Mickey, but I, I just – I don't. I don't see the Ravens really budging, bro. I'm sorry. I don't think they do know. They do not know well enough how to contain Lamar Jackson. Okay, I do not think they do. I think. Uh, nah, man. I I, I just can't see it. I'm sorry. It, it's it's just that the the Ravens defense should hold Houston probably 
just just a few points just to keep up, man. Probably a nine. But all that it, magic. Let me, let me ask you this about yeah. that. We didn't even bring up the point of Lamar Jackson. We didn't bring up this point. Remember last year he sat out <laughs> when they needed him yeah. in a big game. Yeah, Don't you think right. there's a lot of pressure on him now because he sat out last year or that has gone past by or, or is that going to resurface I, if they struggle? Um, Let me see. Here's the, here's the pressure. The Texans played 10 games this year against teams that finished the rest with, with a, a winning record, right? They went 7-3. and three. That's pretty impressive with a rookie quarterback, all right? But one of the losses that they had, it was a long time ago, back in week one, and the Ravens smashed them. And I believe that there's not. Look, man, no. The answer is no. Nah, I can't. I can't see it. Not at home. Okay. I think. I think. I think the Texans are just too green in every way. They're, they're green on defense. They're green. Yeah, even though they got some stars there, they're, they're green in the running and running situation, which Harbaugh is gonna be ready for. I just can't see it, bro. Sorry. That's all to say. Is it fair to say, guys, the best receiver on the field in that game is still going to be Nico Collins? We're not going to even say Zay yes. Flowers? Or... Yeah. Yes. Yes. It's very it's I very think he should a lot, player. man. It's not too yes. often you see a Buckeye throw to a Wolverine and be on par like that, right? Like, that's crazy how these stories. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, so who, who's, on the, who's on the line, man? Who's on my – I heard Bates. I I think I hear Lady Blue. Who, who's here? I'm here. I heard your Lit, Kristen. Oh, hi, babe. Hi, honey. Hey. Mama. Okay, all right, all right, all right. So, 78 yeah, degrees. Oh, yeah, 78 degrees. Hey, man, shut up, man. I'm not talking to you, man. I'm <laughs> <laughs> Also, Steve, um, I, I picked Detroit for sure. Yeah, I got the absolutely. I don't have the Forty ers for sure, even though I think they're gonna win this game. Uh-huh, I uh-huh. think that sit down and the rejuvenation of the Packers offense. I don't know. I don't know. You know that score last week in the, against the Cowgirls. That 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 hit how well the Green Bay defense actually played last week. They got high end players at every level, and it, for some reason, they consistently under. That might. Here. But listen, but listen, they're going to give the Forty ers a scare. They, if they play to their potential, they're going to they're going to give them a scare. Why not? Why I know not? San Francisco's yeah. well rested, but they, and, but I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I'm not expecting I, a blowout here. I gotta be honest. Like, if you guys want to answer, then we we'll go final thoughts. That first half of that last, I'm going about the last week because. Okay, let's say if we say Green Bay did win, right? Like if they won by like three, six, or whatever. But to be up what twenty-seven and nothing in the first half, that might be the most shocking yep. shit I have seen in a wild card round. Exactly. I don't know. You guys have ever seen any more exactly. uh, more shocking first half result like that, or what do you thought? No, I, I can't think. No, no, not at all. Especially with Dak Prescott. No, Dak Prescott. I did again one. interceptions. I could name one. I could name one, and it was a Super Bowl. It was when Washington beat Denver, and everybody clearly thought that Elway and them was in their first Super Bowl. And Doug Williams went into the second quarter and lit them fools up. I don't know if y'all remember that, but that was mm-hmm. a shock yeah. of the 80s. That was a shock. That's the last time. And so 
But last week, that was, oh, my God. That, yeah, that's crazy. That, that, that's, I mean, that's, I like to me, that should have got McCarthy fired, but, you know. But, see, but, 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 but Chris and, and, and Bakes and, and Lit, LB and Kristen, see, if, how we said exactly, okay, last Thursday, we're on here, and we're going to say, well, Green Bay is going to be up 27 nothing in the first half. You guys would have said, you guys, you're on drugs. <laughs> You're high. I would have laughed. You don't, don't, seek, don't seek help. Like, you guys would have. I would have laughed. But that's what happened. <laughs> that, that's how crazy that shocker of a first half it was. You know, I think Green Bay can play with San Fran. I, I mean, that, that's a tough out. San Fran's just a tough out. Like, Liz said it, man, the play call by Shannon. And look, that's a good game between coordinators or, or coaches. Uh, LaFleur and Shannon. That's a, that's a good Yeah, that is a good one. If, if Brock right, Purdy screws up. It's over. All right. That's all I got to say. Hey, I okay, actually, Steve, I, I, need, I need you to answer this one for me. I know that we were all talking about Cleveland's defense last week was, was jacked. I mean, it was, was ridiculously on fire. But is Baltimore's defense better? I, I'm asking because I don't know, and I need help with this one. Uh, well, they better be. I think they're okay. <laughs> they're okay. Baltimore's defense Compared to last I week, yeah. What to the Cleveland? Yes, yes. In terms of everyone was saying uh, Cleveland's defense was is a good defense. Uh, how they were set, how they run their, their their defense. But what I was saying is Baltimore's defense better than Cleveland's against Houston. That's I just want to know who, who has a better defense. Well, they, Cleveland or, or Baltimore? They're okay because let's take that to that. Get that to Baltimore. Oh yeah, yeah. I was gonna say they're top ten defense. Talking about Baltimore. Go ahead. Oh, go ahead, Bakes. You there? Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm here. here. Um, I don't know. That's that's it's a toss up for me. It is really a what? toss up. Okay. I mean. All right. Baltimore. Well, I was gonna say like. I mean, I'll, I'll take, I'll take, I'll take Baltimore. All right, but yeah, I was okay, going to say uh, the pass defense for the for the, uh, the the Ravens. That's a strength. That the, the Texans' offense is going to have their hands full. Let's put it like that. So yeah, I I guess we could get final thoughts, Chris, if you want to stay on. Well, I can because I did the host. Um, final thoughts from everybody. I guess we'll go to Kristen. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying, I called it as a whole, but I couldn't do it. All right, I got it. Let me say this. Chris, Let me say final this thought. before final thoughts. In case I get okay, cut off. Let me say this. Check us out on iTunes, Podcast Republic, Stitcher app, Stitcher Podcast, Apple Podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio. Check out Nickelbacker Ass Show, which was fire last night. Good conversation, by the way, y'all. The, the Knicks are rolling. Check out Ranger Proud as well. Um, the, um, on, uh, to call it this, damn it. Uh, the uh, um, um, Twitter, Empire Sports Media, forever blue, blue shirt. Go ahead, Steve. Take it away. Well, the highlight right. of my games last week, obviously, were the Cowboys and Philly, just like all of us. For me, it was a revenge game, and they did their job the way it should be. The highlight of my last of last weekend was when Jerry Jones turned his back on his <laughs> yeah. team in the box. <laughs> That's you know, I thought I was going to throw a parade. Swear to God. Like, yeah, you're that bad, bro. All the money that you guys spend and all the hype around this team, and this is what you give them. 
So as long as you're alive, bro, it's never going to happen. Um, let's just keep rolling. The Bills are going to win it this weekend, I hope. I'm really looking forward to the game. All the other ones are kind of sleepers, so I will be napping often. Um, but <laughs> thanks for having me. Bleed blue, everybody. Hey, Kristen, last question. Say something nice about uh, Pat Summit. Never. I'd rather burn in hell. <laughs> I'm burning up mad. She is the devil. No, thank you. I'll pass. I didn't Anything Tennessee is the devil. <laughs> Anything Tennessee, I don't deal with Tennessee at all. So football, basketball, hockey, whatever they got, I don't deal with Tennessee. That's the end of the story. And you can thank Pat Summit for that. Damn. What, what did Pat Summit do to going. you, man? <laughs> Steve knows. Steve knows the hate yeah. that I have yeah, for that woman, yeah, yeah, and, and, and I have a very I good am. damn excuse. And we can we can do another yeah. show on well, that. So. Yeah, well, yeah, I I need to know, but we'll, we'll find out another show. Yeah, uh, lit. Final thoughts. Uh, your final thoughts on divisional round. You know, the the NFL has has just found it soft to go from wild card weekend, which was amazing, to the divisionals and bring us all together to give us free flowing, opinionated conversation on the best sports show, the Bleed Blue Show. I love this man. We're going to have some great, great football. We're going to probably run this conversation back next week on to, you know, championship games. I can't wait. I love what we do. I love how we all rock together. I will talk to you guys all soon. All right, and the conversation continues on on IG after this episode. So definitely chime in 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 the comments. And and, then with your thoughts on the divisional games around the NFL. And LB, your final thoughts as well? on the, these weekends Final of games. Thoughts is, I hope we have an awesome weekend of football. The two teams we wanted to lose was one and done, so I'm happy. I'm looking for, you know, a stress-free weekend of football. And good luck to everybody. And no matter what, we will always be here because we always bleed blue. All right, cool. Thank you very much. Let's go to Bakes. Final thoughts. Mute button. I'm I'm not the new big O this week, so um, <laughs> but uh, shout out to everyone that's on uh, coming through and uh, contributing as always. Um, last weekend was pretty good, pretty good in the sense that uh, the two NFC East teams bowed out early, and it was pretty good, even with the uh, the the game on Peacock that took me 15 minutes to find when I didn't realize that it was on Peacock. But I had to speaking of that, did you like that? To find it. No, I did not. Even though there were 23 million people that tuned in, and the NFL made a boatload of money or whatever the case is, but that I mean, come on, man, put the game on so everybody could watch the game. That's right. You no, know, it's, yep. it's playoff time capitalism. now. You know what I'm saying? That's capitalism. You know, I understand capitalism, whatever. You know what I'm saying? NFL is in it to make money, but I didn't. Yo, it literally took me 15 minutes. I was scrambling. I'm like. Why can't I find the game? Because I'm like, I'm on YouTube TV and I can't find the game. And my wife was like, she knew. And I didn't even know. She's like, I think it's on Peacock. I'm like, Peacock? I'm like, why would it be on Peacock? Well, she was on Peacock. And I'm like, we had just turned off our subscription. So I had to get on crack streams and stream it. But I was just like, I didn't enjoy that. I'm just like, you know, we're old school in the terms of, you know, you're on the regular channels, the local channels or the cable channels. Now you're going to go to the streaming services now. Um, Capitalism at its so best. I, 
Yeah, I didn't like that, but um, I think it's going to be another good weekend of games. I don't know if any games will be on Peacock this weekend, um, but um, it should be some good games. I'm really looking forward to that Buffalo Chiefs uh, game. So, yeah, I bleed blue. Shout out to you, bleed blue, bleed and blue. Big, No, shout out to you. I think on the hockey show we brought that up at the end of our hockey that. show on Tuesday. How it, it's changed. Like, I brought up. I think the, all the Detroit teams, like the Pistons, the Red Wings, and the not the Lions. Who's the other team? The baseball team, the Tigers. They're all going yeah. on Amazon Prime. Soon, like like yeah, it's going to be the way. It's probably going to be the new it, thing, right? You know, right. Um, it, it's like we we got off cable, and then it was just Netflix and Hulu, and now every service or every uh, you know media has their own application. Now we're going to be going back to paying two hundred bucks a month for you know to stream now. You know, so like right. they everybody has their own space now and. If you want to watch this show or this game, you got to be on this app, and it's like we're right back to cable. Right. It's, it, that's exactly mm-hmm. what happened to DirecTV, too. Um, DirecTV was blocking out Fox, and that's where oh, all I the have... NFL games are on Fox. So I'm looking through the games, and all of a sudden I get Fox. So they must have lifted it again. The same thing they did with us with Yes a couple of years ago with the Yankees. They they took it off for a while and enough people you know got back on yeah. and and fought for it so we could we watch had, it. But it's we terrible. had NBC and ABC blocked out here with DirecTV in Jacksonville. So yeah, yes. I actually had yep. to log on to Roku and use my sister-in-law's login for Xfinity Shit. so I can get those games. <laughs> get a VPN. Yeah, no, seriously, yeah. because it's it's that bad. It, yeah. it, they just do whatever uh, they want. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That happen- and that happens on YouTube TV too every now and then. Certain network they have some kind of contractual issues, and they're like, right. "Oh, we, we we no longer can have this." And what? Yeah. All right, guys, we'll be back next week for conference championship uh, Sunday. Uh, we'll we'll talk about it, and the conversation continues on the social media. Guys, enjoy your football weekend. Uh, we're out, man. Congress will bleed blue. Can you blue dig blue. it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue.